Okay, Vaitim and Chayshim Ishpat. I'm going to tell you a fascinating shaila that somebody brought to me. Baruch Hashem, I didn't have to be the machri on it. It was a, actually a person who was becoming a Baal Not, I mean, they were always from, but they were becoming a Baal Everybody's supposed to be a Baal So, any time a Baal is a shaila, you can't get angry. Meaning, at least they're asking a shaila. Right, that's... I had years ago, I, I taught myself a lesson not to get angry when somebody asks a shaila, even if I think this. How could a person ask such a shaila? They're asking a shaila, that alone. A couple of years ago, I was macabre. I'm not, even a guy who asked me a shaila, I feel like, how could you ask such a shaila? Not gonna, and Baruch Hashem, since then, I was sitting with my family for supper, this a, several years ago. And a guy sends me a shaila from Eretz Yisrael, a text. His shaila was, his shver wanted them to come back for Yom Tif. They wanted to stay in Eretz Yisrael. He told the sheriff, you paid my tickets. Meaning, I'm, I'm not paying for my tickets. You want me home? Pay for all the tickets and we'll come home. He acknowledged to me in the text that rather he did want to come home, he just didn't want to pay. Normally, Shver wants, when he wants to come home, it's chatsi chatsi. His father-in-law paid half and he pays half. But if Shver brings him in for a simcha, for this and that, he pays full. So he, he, he said he doesn't want to come in so that he knew Shver really wants him to come. Shver will pay the whole price. Okay. That already is a shtickle nakishmak, but that, that wasn't a shayla. His shayla to me was, so he told the shved, he priced out the tickets, it's very expensive. The tickets were like seventeen, eighteen hundred dollars per ticket. It was an expensive time. Shved said, okay, no problem. Okay. So, he said, turned out, I got through a deal, through this, through this, I transferred points and mices and this and that. I got a ticket for nine hundred dollars. Half price, half the price that he told the shved. Can I still take from my shver the eighteen hundred dollars per ticket? That was a shayla. I did it with my chokhmah. I feared it. it's my eighteen hundred dollar ticket. I managed to get a deal, but that's my that's my my schus. My shver should pay eighteen hundred dollars per ticket. That was a shayla. So again, I was reading it. My mishpacha still remembers it. I was like, I, I, I almost exploded. I almost exploded, and then. Within Barsham, within a couple of seconds, I said, I'm not gonna I'm gonna answer him very politely. Barsham is asking a Shaila. Could have been worse, he could have just done it, right? He's asking a Shaila. So my policy since then, and even then I was maybe angry for five, six seconds. I don't get it, no matter what the Shaila is, the guy's asking a Shaila. I get angry if you don't ask a Shaila. Guy's asking a Shaila. So the Shaila here was as follows. This guy goes to Europe. He goes to Kivrei Ovis, to Kivrei Tzadikim. And he ran a business. Interesting business he had. He goes to Achosh, let's say the Baal Shem cave. It wasn't the Baal Shem I'm giving you an example. He goes to the Baal Shem cave. What he does is like this. He buys every year when he goes, when he travels. He brings in a bunch of brand new Tehillims. Sounds like a nice guy. He takes the old ones. And he installs, puts in new ones. Such a nice thing. He doesn't ask questions, doesn't ask anybody. Does it on his own. Same quality. It doesn't go down. Same, same quality tillums. He, so basically, you take 50 tillums from the Balshantiv's cave, put in 50 new ones. 
50 Alter Genitzte Tehillims, and he puts in 50 new ones. Sounds like a, such a nice guy. So you think, well, why, why is he taking the old ones? Just put in 50 new ones. No, no, no. Now you have to know what the chap is. The chap is he comes back to America, whoever he lives. And now he puts it online. To heal him from the Baal Shem Tov's cave He sells it for $200 a piece. <laughs> this to heal him was from the Baal Shem Tov's cave People daven by the Baal Shem Tov's cave That's an Nishkin Klinikat. That's a Achosh of a This to is all the tefillas that you daven from this to heal him. And they go right up there, straight up. Even without Kavone. Mitzvah Sintrich is Kavone. This was like a stickle business. He went to all different, you, you know. I remember years ago, there was such a Shiloh that was brought to Rebel Yashif, not with Kvarm, it was from the Kaisel. Somebody just took his farm from the Kaisel and was trying to sell it and replaced it. And then he wanted a Hamas to see Avachiv to replace it. Anyway, so this guy became a Balchuva. And a couple of years ago, he decided that this is not a good business. I don't know if this was his main business. But he did, this was something he did. He made money from it. He decided it's not. Stopping to do it. Very nice. So what was the Shiloh now? His Shiloh was, now, the whole Muhammad and Eretz Yisrael and everything, he decided he wants to move about Shuvah. Maybe he owes the caver, the Gabbai, the, the hectish of the caver, maybe he owes them the profit. So let's say he took 50 tehillims from a caver. And from those 50 tehillims, he made $2,000. Yeah? Lamaise, well, the only thing he put there was $200 worth of tehillims. Does he owe them now 1800 bucks? That was a shayla. That was his new hirhure tshuva because of the massive what's going on. So how does Oilam Paskin? That was the Choshe Mishpat It's not so far off from where we actually were handling. Some of the raid is over here in Choshe Mishpat. Some of it is earlier on. But it's a good shayla. This is a good shayla. So Lechaira, we'll, first we'll go to Lechaira, then we'll come to Lamaisa. Every Shailah Choshim Mishpit is old. That's why Chazal says, Nothing is simple. It's always a, there's a chap. But simply you would say like this. Let's go to the main sugi. The main sugi would be a guy, Taket, steals something and he rents it out. Let's go to a very basic case. Guy steals something, steals a car, he rents it out. He rents it out. If he rents it out, rents it out for a week, he makes 2,000 bucks, and then he does Vaheshif. He gives back the car. What's with the halach with the rental money? That sounds like a similar case, right? Your, your item. Maybe this is better, maybe this is worse. That's what we'll see. What do you mean? Meaning, um, the car, he got, let's say, it has, like, uh, 2,000 miles, and when you return it, it has, like, 8,000 miles. So, which then makes the car, like, worse. So, maybe you have to pay... You, you're saying a good Shiloh. What's that? That's Tama Shiloh. There's nothing to do with the rental Shiloh. It's Tama good Shiloh. When you steal something, and you give it back a week later, do you have to pay, forget, use. I used it. Wear and tear. I used your thing. Right? I stole your couch. Forget I, I didn't rent it out. I used it myself. I used it for a year. Now I come back to give you the couch. Obviously if the couch is torn, it's torn. 
But assuming the couch is still still in good condition. But Lamai, that's what I'm saying. You're missing the couch for a year. You'd have to pay money yourself to rent the couch for a year. What happens to a farmer? You take a, a farmer goes and he steals, a, he steals an ox. He uses it for a month. Normally he'd have to pay $1,000 a month to rent the ox. Does he have to give the... That's a good child. And you're right. Every ox that you use for a month, you use it. It's wear and tear. Unless they're mazik the item, they don't have to give anything extra back. So if I stole your car and I drove around with it for a week, then I gave it back to you, I don't have to give you money for the week that I use it. That's not the halach. We'll see why not. There's different uh, uh, shittis. Why tak I don't have to give you? Why don't I have to give you? It's a good child. First of all, I stopped you from being able to use your car. You went and rented a car. Why should I have to pay for your car rental? It's a good child. We'll get to that in a Chayish Mishma. That's a Gromer. That's a Gromer Benizokin. Gromer Benizokin is Potter. It's a bad guy. Right? It's a bad guy. It's no different than I locked your garage and so now you can't open it. So you have to go rent the car. It's not good. Gromer Benizokin is also, but I'm not high to pay it. Not money that you could go to Besden for and then be multi mum. Right? So what's that locha by a gazlan? That's the first place to go. So if we go here to Shulchanarch, Simin Shin Samach Gimel, State Clarence Shulchanarch, that if a gazlan was gozal sure and he was mishamish with it, he's not mukhiv to give out the, the rep. Sma comes. Says it's part of that law of that you only have to pay on the lights making all this noise. Ah, the wire is shvach. And the reason why you don't so the reason why you don't have to pay more is pastors because takonas hashavim. And the smart hacker brings that down. That there's a concept called Takonas Hashovim. That's the that's the halacha. Interesting, the Birka Shmuel, the Bar Bar gives an alumduship shot that when the Gazan steals it, he has Kinyan Exela, and the Kinyan Exela make that when he uses it, he doesn't owe money for the for that Ishtamshus. So simply, if we just go to Shin Samach Gimel, which is where we're up to, it would seem. That the goslin in this case was okay. What's he a worst case scenario? He's a goslin. Let's treat him like a goslin. That even though he gave an upgrade, he had no right to take the other tillums. You want to give tillums? You can give. You can't take tillums. So let's treat this guy like a goslin. Because if he's allowed to do it, <laughs> no problem. Meaning, is a person allowed to do this not to make money? I want to have myself. I want to have uh, tillums from the Balsantov's cave. I like them. Am I allowed to go to Balshemtiv's caver, put in new ones, and take the old ones? Let's assume you're not allowed. To. Right? That's what we're assuming. So you're a Ganev. That means those tilums you took were not yours. Now you're a Gazlan. So the Allah is in Choshim Mishpat, Gepaskin, Simen Shin Samach Gimel, Kola Gazlan, Mishalman, Kishasak Zela. I don't have to pay you, even though I made money, even though I myself used it and, and, and gained, gained. Money through that, 
I don't have to pay the ganav, the, the nignav, the bailam. Whether it's because it's a takonas hashavim, Chazal wanted to encourage people to be mekayim beheshev zakzela. Whether it's because it's lomdish like the brick of Shmuel, avkinyan zakzela, you can't charge me for that. But either way. So l'chayr, if that's the case, the guy who did this business, worst case, he's a gazlan. Let's assume he's a gazlan. Because I would say you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to upgrade. You can upgrade and leave the person as object. I can't go to your house, steal your item, and give you something that I hold is better. I can't do that. It's your item. It's up to you. If you want me to, I can do it. You can't do that. I can give you, I can put a new suit in your closet. I can't take your suit out because I want your old suit and put in a new one. So I'm assuming you're a gazlan. So the, if we make the assumption you're a gazlan, but you're not worse than a gazlan. Right? You're not worse than a gazlan. And a gazlan is taka allowed. Allowed. When he returns it, he's not allowed to steal it. But when he returns it, he's allowed to keep profit that he made off of it. So that should be the Allah. So why are we questioning? I'll tell you why we're questioning. Because there's another sugi. There's another sugi in Bava Metziah where a guy is not a gazlan. He's an honest guy. I rented a car. So let's go to that sugi. The sugi is found in Bava Metziah of Lamed Hay. It's very fascinating sugi. A guy goes, right? He rents something. Let's say I rent a car. So I rent a car. And now I go and I lend it to somebody else. Assuming that you don't have a, you have to be a signed driver. I'm allowed to lend it to somebody else. So I, I rented a car from you. I lent it to somebody else. It's a very interesting situation. Because a shoyal is chayv on everything. A shoyal is chayv even on einsim. A shoyal is only part if it's mesim achmas malach. That means if the car died because of driving it, you potter. You understand? But anything else, you chayv. Anything else, you chayv. You could have locked the car up and somebody could have come with a Uzi, a machine gun, and stolen you on his gum, or you still chayv. You chayv even on his gum. So the soicher is not chayv. The soicher is a shayla. He's a shomachinim and shomachinim. But he's not. He's definitely not a shayla. So I go, I take this car that I rented, and I go and I lend it to you. So now I'm a soicher, you're a shayla. Now something happens, an oinus happens. An oinus happens to the car. Somebody else caused damage around our hit and run. Yeah? So the halacha is, you have to pay me, because you're a shayla. So you have to pay me $10,000 for my car's damage. The other guy who I rented the car from, I say, I'm sorry, this happened. It was a hit and run. I did everything right. I wasn't Peshaya. I'm Potter. I keep the 10,000 bucks. Kans Kishmak. Yeah? So that's what the Tanakama says. Tanakama says, keep the change. It's yours. You're a Soicher. You're Potter on Einstein. The guy you lent it to, assuming you're able to lend it, he's a shayel. He owes you for the damage. You don't owe the owner. Comes of Yossi, Dr. Yossi. Ketzal halo oises choroi beparosoi shulchaveroi. How could that be? You make money off your friend's power? That doesn't make sense. Profit that's generated from a power got to go to the owner. It's true that you don't, you don't have to pay for anything. So you're not liable. 
But Lamaisa, this is the extra thousand bucks is, 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 is a profit. Why is that different than the God? Why? Why is that different than the God? That's where we're going. That's what I'm saying. So Lechaira, in our case, where it was not just you saved money, you actually rented, the, the God of went and he rented it out, or in our case, he got money from the object. He made money off, off somebody else's object. That goes to the owner, if you hold like a beans. Yeah. You're right. That's what it should be. So Taka Rabbi said is a tour. And the tour takes this, but this is not found in Luchas Geneva. This halacha with the ox, with the cow, that's found in, 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 in a seher. And the halacha we have that a ganav doesn't have to pay for his use, that's found in Luchas Geneva. Question is, could we apply the rule from a seher to a ganav? So comes the tour, and the tour says like this, ganav shehizkir chayfet sagozul. What's the halacha? Mamish case. The ganav went and he rented the pound. So we know, if the ganav used the cow, and because of that, he benefited. He doesn't have to pay the owner, not a penny. But here, he made money off the cow. Outright. Does that profit go to the owner? So he says like this. The Ramah comes and he says, there's a difference. If the God of himself used the cow, he doesn't have to pay. But he rented it. He says, then, there's an owner here. The owner's object generated a profit. That profit belongs to the owner. Sha'af Alpi says, even though that the Goslin is Koina, he's not a Koina Kenyan Gomer, that's what the tour paskins. He didn't do Veheshev. There's no Veheshev. The owner never, the owner, the, 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 there's no of a new tilim calls him on the Chayfetz's ban. Here's what the Manal said. The Manal is asking, he paid it back already. But there it says, you can only pay back with another item if the first item is not here anymore. Otherwise, I owe you the item itself. That's why I said, I'm going to treat these tehillims that they still belong to the, to the base island. They still belong to the base island. So now, we, we thought that we have an Eitzah. That doesn't have to pay if he, if he used it. That's a, the Ramah is making a distinction. If the Gazlan himself used it, Taka doesn't have to pay for it. But if he generated a profit, then we have to go to Bova Metziah, that's why I'm at Hay. And just like over there, there's Aloha, that you have to give the, whatever profit was generated from this object, you have to give back to the owner. Over here also, you have to give back to the owner. So Lechaira, it should be telling that, now comes the Beis Yosef. Beis Yosef says, I disagree with this Yad Ramah. I will not like him. Beis Yosef comes here on the tour. And he says the Ramah, he says, I disagree. Kemoy Shamina, just like the Ganav doesn't have to pay his own money for using it, 
He says, Who are the Nami? Lagabi the Measchirish Akiba Abu Azewa. And that's why the Machaber in Shukhanach doesn't bring down this Ramah. It seems to hold the Ganav never is more liable than the object itself. He's not liable to give the owner profits. Because the Beisiris of Paskin's not like the Ramah. Comes the Ramah, and the Ramah says no. The Ramah brings down the din of the of the Mechaba, of the of the of the of the Ramah. So the Ramah, but if it's so comes out lochayre at this bal tshuva. It depends if he's a svardi. That's what I asked the guy. I said, is he a svardi or Ashkenazi? He was confused. I said, is the guy a svardi or an Ashkenazi? He said, what's the difference? It's one Torah, isn't it? I said, well, it's not so simple. There's a Mechaber and a Ramor. The Mechaber who holds that a Ghanav never has to pay anything but the object itself. So the money that he generated off the Sido, it's not that he doesn't have to pay it. It's his. Even Al Spal he doesn't have to pay it. The, the Ramor who holds that, like the Ramah, that even though a Ghana doesn't have to pay his own rent, but if he generates a profit, he has to pay it. L'chayr, according to the Ramah, this guy's... So that's L'chayr, what should come out. But then, Kadna'ayin Bezer, I think that there's a Svara to say, not like this. To say not like this. I'll tell you why. I want to tell you a Gemara Ksubis. And I want to tell you, when you look at this Shiloh, there are two ways to look at it. You could, you could look at it that even according to the Mechaber you do have to pay. And you could look at it that even according to the Ramah you don't have to pay. I'll tell you both sides first. I'll tell you both Svaras. And now I'll tell you what the Gemara Ksubis is and then uh, whatever, then we have to stop. The, the Svara why maybe even the, the Ramah would agree that you're Potter is this difference between rental money and marketing. Okay? The case of rental money is, I stole the cow. I stole Beryl's cow. It's Beryl's cow. Now, Beryl's cow is physically generating rental profits. That belongs to Beryl. The Ramah holds like the Ramah. That belongs to Beryl. It's his cow. Right? Okay. The Tehillim that came from the Baal Shem Tov's caver on its own didn't generate anything. This guy created a, an angle. He's a smart guy. It's packaging. Made a stick of website. Creative thinking. He managed to squeeze out to do a schitek. He squeezed out a profit out of the... Out of the that's the, that the Bible meant not to do it. And then if the guy wants to be a real wise guy, he can say, listen, Balshemtiv, Gabai from the Balshemtiv's cave, Hotchkevich, right? Mr. Hotchkevich, you're the Gabai from the Balshemtiv's cave, right? How long are you a Gabai there? He says, Well, I'm Kemat, I've been there Kemat since the Balshem, I'm here for 100 years. Did you ever market the Sidulim from the Balshem? No. Okay, so you see, it's not, it's not you, it's me. It's my creation. Because I'm a Chochem, so you're a. You're a so that's. One side. That would be as far to say that maybe even the Ramor would be masking to the base Yosef in this case that the Ghanav doesn't have to pay anything. 
more than the the tilim itself. Which, as the Manal said, you could say that he did already, or that is, is done as of now. Because he never really gave it. To, he gave it to them as a chalip. But you could theoretically say, he could say now, okay, that's my vaheshiv. That's my vaheshiv now. It's not mine now. I don't have the tilim. But the other way, the flip side is we could say like this. The Gemara Ksubis. Some those that you learn Ksubis remember this from Ksubis. Those that finished Ksubis anyway. If we go to Ksubis Tzadiches, let me get you the Gemara. The Gemara Ksubis Tzadiches, a very interesting case. The Gemara gives a case where Almana Almana is owed money from the Yisoyim, from the from the Bailam, from the from the estate. So she went and she sold off the property of the estate. You hear? The Almana went. And she sold off the property from the estate. Now, when she sold off the property from the estate, so let's say she's owed 200 zuz. She's owed 200 zuz. Aksuba, yeah? She takes the property, she found the property that's appraised at 100. She managed to sell it for 200. She had a hop, whatever, she got, she got 200. What does the estate owe her? Mamish this type of shayla. Does the extra money that she squeezed out of the kaka that go on her cheshm? Or does that go on, on the other one's cheshm? That's the Gemara Ksubis. So the Gemara Ksubis Tariches has Mamish this shayla. This may be a stickle analogy to our sugya, to what we're talking about here. The Gemara says like this Isha Shemacha Kaka Shal Yusaymin. Kedeh Lufarek Subasa. So the Gemara wants to say, that's it. 200 zuz is paid up. Done. Says the Gemara, one second. Why can't she say that this is her own uh, profit? She generated herself. So the Gemara says like this. The Gemara brings Taka Rabbi Yaisi. The same Rabbi Yaisi, not the same case. And the Gemara says, Rabbi Yaisi has a case, Shliach Shekibal Mois Mi Vishalcha Yilikna Yizdova. The Shaila is, what's the halacha? A Shliach was given money. I tell you, buy me a pair of shoes. It's a $100 pair of shoes. It's a $300 pair of Italian shoes. And that's talk of the price in the market. I give you $300. Buy me a pair of shoes. You're a Chachamena. You know that there's a guy in Yeshiva called Little Shoes. He's the only fetter. He's an expert with Italian shoes. And he managed to get the shoes for, for $200. But now he has $300 from Rodinsky. For $300 pair of Italian shoes. He got it for 200 bucks. What happens with the extra $100? Could he walk away with it? Because so, I'm a chacham and I went to little shoes? That's my schus. That's an inside Aruvain uh, perk. That's something like that. That's, that would be, is that a time? So that's a shayla. Comes a biyasi, and biyasi says it depends. But biyasi says like this. He says, Lamaisa, even if you managed to get the deal, you only got the deal because I gave, it was my money. Right? You benefited from me, from me because I made you into my shliach. It's not like you... So the Gemara says like this. Biyasi says like this. Rabbi Yaisi's case is a little different, but it's the same thing. Rabbi Yaisi's case is, it wasn't just the X hundred dollars you have in your, in your pocket, you bought extra. Meaning, 
So you bought two pairs of shoes. You got a two for one. Now, what's that law? Could you say, okay, listen, you gave me money for one pair of shoes. I got it. I got you the shoes you wanted. And I managed to get another pair. What's that law? So Vyosi says like this. He says, you're entitled to 50% of the profit. I dealt with this Shailish, you know, maybe 28 years ago in the shoe. Mom is one of these two for ones. Somebody asked me the Shailish, very interesting. Somebody sent somebody on the Shlichas to buy them something. They managed to find a sale of two for one. And they figured they're allowed to keep the, 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 the extra one. It was a two for one. They got the two for one. I got you your thing. And then there was a two for one. So I take the other thing. It's mine. So Lamaise Rabbi Yaisi says like this. He says, if it's a Dover Shiyesh Loikitzva, if it's something that has a firm price, and you manage to get something that has a firm price, you manage to somehow orchestrate a deal from the black market, from here, he says, then in Hanami, you get 50% of the profit. Dover Shiyesh Loikitzva, Chokim Beinayim, the Shliach and the Meshalech. says, Avo Bedover Shein Loikitzva, Hakol Hoylech Labal Hamal. Says the Gemara, the maskon of the Gemara Ksubis, Karka is not something that has a kitzvah. You see in today's market that way, right? There's no price. Price is what you could get it for. And sometimes you could get more. It's a million dollar property, I sold it for 1.2. No, it's a 1.2, so that's just looked into 1.2. So, Lechire, the Gemara Ksubis is telling us that anything that has a fluctuation and a way to get more from this object, that's nichlal in the price. So l'chorin is a shtar katsar to say that a, a tehillim, a used tehillim from the Baal Shem caver, at most you could say it's a dover she'en le'kitzvah. It doesn't have a firm price. There's no market price for that. So now you could say l'chorin ha'kol ho'ilach l'bal ha'mois. If that's the case, so maybe even the Beis Yosef would agree that you have to give it to the owner because that's, that's not, it's not revach. The chayfitz itself is the tailum itself. It's not you made money off my tail. Since it's a double shame like kitzvah, thus licked in the tailum itzel. So I because I have two tzadim here. One side is that even according to the Ramah, you don't have to give back the profit, and that's on the side that we say it was your your kunst that you managed to do it. The other side is to say the other way around. You hear? The other side is to say, no, it's a double shame like it's for like the monk subas, and therefore it lies in the price itself. And the mela now, it's not called a profit you generate, it's called the price itself. So I said like this. A person in Dine Mamanis could say Kimli, but he's about Shuva. He wants to do Shuva, I would say he should give the profits back. But I, I hit Stodham on both. I'm giving you the whole thing, and I'll let the Oilam think about it also. Okay. <laughs>